0: The Mets had a big night on Wednesday welcoming another Hall of Famer to the mix. Hello, everyone. I'm Allison Futter, and I'm here with Anthony DiComo, Mets beat writer. Anthony, let's talk about uh, Mike Piazza. So, first of all, let's let's just go over uh, the credentials that obviously make him a Hall of Famer, um, the greatest offensive catcher in history. Um, so not a huge shock that he was eventually uh, elected to the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, you can kind of start and end the argument right there, greatest offensive catcher of all time um objectively he is you know you can make the argument that across eras maybe you guys compare and yada 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 but but he is he, he is the greatest he put up the best offensive numbers of anyone to ever play the position um he played the vast majority of his career at the position obviously a demanding defensive position and you know the thing that mike Piazza gets knocked on a lot during his playing days was his defense. Uh, but if you go back and look at what he accomplished, uh, it really wasn't that bad. He he obviously had problems throwing out runners. Um, you know, people will tell you about his footwork wasn't all that good, and yada, yada, yada. But defensively, he was fine. And when you pair that with just legendary offensive performance, yeah, it was a no-brainer. Um, it probably shouldn't have taken this long. Uh, I understand, and Mike Piazza understands um, that certainly in this – era that we live in this day and age, there's going to be PED suspicion. He's been at the center of that. He's denied using steroids. He's admitted taking supplements that were legal at the time and so on and so forth. Um, But all that's in the past now. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, He's a deserved Hall of Famer. He's going to go in with a Mets cap on his plaque. He's going to be the second person ever to do that, second player, excuse me, ever do that after Mike Seaver, which is a huge, after Tom Seaver, which is a huge thing uh, for the Mets to have another... Player, they can call their own in Cooperstown. It's just a big day for the franchise. It's a big day, obviously, for Mike Piazza and uh, for everyone involved with his success.
0: Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm one of those people who have always kind of uh, thumbed my nose at Piazza's defense, um, because I mean, because of the things that you just stated, and also just talking to uh, pitchers over time um, that you know have said, like, you know, who would you rather have you know, behind the plate, Mike Piazza, or you know, some really good defensive catcher, and of course they would pick a defensive catcher, but then I was watching Al Leiter on MLB Network yesterday, um, and he went into this impassioned uh, speech about how much he loved working with Mike Piazza, and then I felt like I was, you know, and of course it's a the Hall of Fame announcement day is a happy day. Everyone is talking about happy things, and it's very positive toward everybody who's eligible, but Al Leiter really had me convinced that maybe Piazza was a little bit better than I had ever given him credit for, because like you said, maybe the footwork wasn't so good throwing out base runners, but actually throwing to the catcher. The pitcher is actually throwing to them, to him. Uh,
1: they seem to enjoy it very much. Yeah, and that is not the only one. I talked to Tom Glavin uh, a couple of days ago uh, leading up to the Hall of Fame announcement, and he sort of said the same things that maybe that reputation is a little overblown. Um, so I dug into it a little bit, and I'd encourage uh, anyone who has questions, go on Fangraph, go on Baseball Reference, check out you know, what Mike Piazza actually did Behind the plate defensively, again, he wasn't a Gold Glover by any stretch of the imagination, but it wasn't horrible. And I think people who never watched him play or that who only uh, knew of his defense and passing just—he has this reputation that he was just this butcher behind the plate, and he really wasn't. He, again, he was fine. And when you couple that with what he did offensively, yeah, from a pitcher, of course, I'd rather have a, a, a elite defensive catcher back there. But what's gonna help me win the game more? Uh an elite defensive catcher or a guy who gives you that much more of a chance to put some runs on the board? Uh Mike Piazza was better than anyone in history at that latter aspect. So um really a Hall of Famer, uh, unquestioned in my mind. Um, you know, I would have voted him the first ballot. Uh again, it probably shouldn't have taken this long uh, and and it is what it is in that regard. But um certainly, yes, he has his weaknesses, uh but when you look at the whole body of work, when you look at what he accomplished over what was really a long career with the Dodgers, with the Mets, and a couple of other teams thrown in there at the end, um, really a remarkable career and a well-deserved honor.
0: Yeah, I mean, for sure, if you're if you're terrible behind the plate defensively, you're never going to stand in the big leagues, regardless of how much you can hit. Um, so yeah, he had to be uh,
1: at least um, adequate. It sounds like he was a yeah. little bit more than that,
0: so that's good for him. Um, and I yeah, and, and he a-
1: and he and the other thing I'll add is he obviously hit way more than enough that you could have put him at first base early in his career and he would have been fine. Uh he would have been a good, a very good, even a great offensive first baseman. So the fact that teams were willing to keep him behind the plate I think does speak volumes about the fact that he was he was adequate there. He was fine.
0: Yeah. We do need to mention he's the lowest pick ever, lowest draft pick ever to be elected to the Hall of Fame, which is hilarious. I never get tired of talking about he was the six, a 62nd rounder in
1: 1988. He was uh, somewhere in the 1300s. <laughs> never happened again.
0: <laughs> That's true. They only have, like, 50 rounds, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, um, yeah, so so he has he has that to uh, be proud of, really. But, okay, I want to talk about, because this is fun to talk about, which hat he's going to wear. He wants to wear a Mets cap. I don't think this is going to be a problem. So the Hall of Fame ultimately has the final say. Uh, they get the input from the player, and then they make the decision on, on, on really what makes the most sense. Um, and that, you know, they they always... Um, downplay the Wade Boggs effect. It is definitely an effect that because he did make a deal with the Rays to go in as a Ray, and, of course, that's when he said, okay, we are now taking over the decision-making process in that. Um, but do you think there will be any issue with him wearing a Mets cap over a Dodgers cap?
1: No, not at all. I mean, he reached the World Series with the Mets. He played the majority of his games with the Mets. It was a slight majority, but he played uh, more than 50% of his games with the Mets seven and a half seasons, which was longer than anywhere else, and uh, really just some remarkable years there. And Mike Piazza's reference it himself in his autobiography, he wrote pretty sternly that, you know, he wants to be associated with the Mets and with New York and Cooperstown. And you know, one one of the most memorable moments of Mike Piazza's career, maybe the most memorable moment of Mike Piazza's career, and one he references a lot when people ask him about which cap he wants to go in, would be the home run he hit on September 21st, 2001, 10 days after the terrorist attacks on the World Trade Center. It was the first game back in New York. Uh, the Mets were trailing the Braves 2-1. to Piazza comes up in the eighth inning and hits a two-run home run. The Mets win 3-2. to And uh, I wasn't in the building that day, but talking to people who were, talking to Mike himself about it, um, it was just, I mean I remember it as a fan it was just an incredibly impactful moment and I think it really galvanized uh him in New York and everything that goes along with it and you have to remember when when Mike Piazza first came to New York in that trade he went to the Marlins very briefly and then came to New York uh he wasn't initially embraced which isn't unique by any means for for players who come to New York uh, but there was this sense that Mike Piazza maybe wasn't going to stick around that he was this hired gun and then he wound up signing a big contract to stay in New York, and he sort of became beloved. He put a lot of pressure on himself, but, but New Yorkers started to see him as one of their own. And I think that, that moment in 2001 just sort of brought it all full circle and really drove home the point that Mike Piazza is a New Yorker. Yes, he's from Pennsylvania. Yes, he spent his formative years in baseball with the Dodgers, and, and for a long time was considered a Dodger. And had he stayed, had the Dodgers not traded him, he probably would have been one of the greatest Dodgers of all time. Um, But that moment, uh, among so many others, I mean, memorable moments in the World Series and so on and so forth, that moment in 2001, I think, really drove home the point that Mike Piazza, in a lot of ways, is a New Yorker. He identifies himself now as a New Yorker. And as any visiting player or as any player who has come in via trade, via free agency, can tell you that's not necessarily an easy leap to make. Mike Piazza made it, um, and he wants to be recognized as such. He wants to be recognized in the Hall of Fame as a New Yorker, as a Met, and I totally get that. And like I said, from a Mets perspective, having over the years had only Tom Seaver, as far as players go, in the Hall of Fame with a Mets cap, I think it's a huge thing for the franchise, and I'm sure they'll be honoring him at Citi Field in the uh, in the year ahead as well.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. I'm, like, totally on board and convinced. And, yeah, I mean, it's really – Mike Tassa is – so much identified with New York. I mean, you, kind of, you don't forget that he was a Dodger, but I think that's because the Dodgers were, um, are such a prominent team. I'm not sure if, you know, he started off as a Pirate that we would even be, you know, having the conversation. Um, but anyway, yes, good for him, good for the Mets, um, and thank you very much, Anthony. Appreciate it. Catch up with you soon.